Welcome to Biblical Tapestry Podcast Season 2, Episode 25 in the Book of Daniel. Looking again at the Prayer of Daniel Part 2. Biblical Tapestry is a podcast where we explore how the Bible is its own commentary and how the Gospel is thoroughly woven from Genesis to Revelation. Today in this 25th episode in the Book of Daniel, in Chapter 9, Daniel is prayerfully interceding for the Israelites and demonstrates to us one of the greatest prayers in all of Scripture. We continue to see how this prayer sets an example for us today. All right, back to Daniel chapter 9, starting in verse 11. All Israel has broken your law and turned away, refusing to obey you. The promised curse written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, has been poured out on us because we have sinned against him. He has carried out his words that he spoke against us and against our rulers by bringing on us a disaster that is so great that nothing like what has been done to Jerusalem has ever been done under all of heaven. Just as it is written in the law of Moses, all this disaster has come on us, yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our iniquities and paying attention to your truth. So the Lord kept the disaster in mind and brought it on us, for the Lord our God is righteous in all he has done, but we have not obeyed him. Now, Lord our God, who brought out your people out of the land of Egypt with a strong hand and made your name renowned as it is this day, we have sinned, we have acted wickedly. Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts, may your anger and wrath turn away from your city Jerusalem your holy mountain, for because of our sins and the iniquities of our ancestors, Jerusalem and your people have become an object of ridicule to all those around us. Therefore, our God, hear the prayer and petitions of your servant. Make your face shine on your desolate sanctuary for the Lord's sake. Listen closely, my God, and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations and the city that bears your name, for we are not presenting our petitions before you based on our righteous acts, but based on your abundant compassion. Lord, hear. Lord, forgive. Lord, listen and act. My God, for your own sake, do not delay, because your city and your people bear your name. Now, last week we began to investigate Daniel's prayer, uh, starting in uh, verse 1. Again, one of the greatest prayers in all of Scripture. And Daniel's prayer is also a great model for us, starting with adoration, then confession, then petition. We pick up today in verse 11, where Daniel is still confessing the sins of the nation. The model is that we need to praise God for who he is, confess our sins before him, and then we can petition God. Verse 11. All Israel has broken your law and turned away, refusing to obey you. The promised curse written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, has been poured out on us because we have sinned against him. Now, verses 10 and 11 are similar in expressing that Israel had been disobedient to Yahweh. They had refused to obey and invited the promised curses that came on Israel. As we looked at last episode, the entire chapter of Deuteronomy 28 outlines the curses that came from pulling away from God, especially in verses 36 and 37, which may have been in mind to Daniel as he prayed this prayer. 
Deuteronomy 28, 36, and 37 says, The Lord will bring you and your king that you have appointed to a nation neither you nor your ancestors have known. And there you will be you will worship other gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, scorn, and ridicule among all the peoples where the Lord will drive you. This curse had been poured out on them just like a flood. Verse 12. He has carried out his words that he spoke against us and against our rulers by bringing on us a disaster that is so great that nothing like what has been done to Jerusalem has ever been done under all of heaven. Yahweh promised judgment through Moses and then promised judgment through successive prophets and then explained the disaster coming upon the nation and asked for repentance and to turn from their ways and Israel still had not listened. God does not disregard his own warnings of disaster if the nation he loves disregards his commands. God promised judgment, and judgment is what happened to the nation. But God's people will survive this huge disaster. Many nations that surrounded Israel would be gone forever and never as a people or a nation reappear. Daniel seems to be saying in this verse that the disaster that came upon them was unique. And that seems kind of surprising if you consider that the other nations have disappeared. But the difference is that these nations worshipped idols of lifeless stone, wood, and metal. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 9, All who make idols are nothing, and what they treasure benefits no one. Their witness do not see, or witnesses do not see or know anything, so they will be put to shame. Who makes a god or casts a metal image that benefits no one? Look, all its worshippers will be put to shame, and the craftsmen are humans, and they all will assemble and stand, and all will be startled and put to shame. Stephen Miller writes in his commentary, Now the people of the true God were in exile, and his city and temple were in ruins. This was a disaster that Daniel saw as something never done under heaven in history against God's people. Verse 13. Just as it is written in the law of Moses, all this disaster has come on us, yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our iniquities and paying attention to your truth. Daniel now grieves over the fact that this disaster came upon Israel. So something really totally self-inflicted. Still Daniel laments that the people have not sought the favor of Yahweh by repenting and turning to God and his truth. Daniel prays for repentance from this nation in exile. Verse 14. So the Lord kept the disaster in mind and brought it on us, for the Lord our God is righteous in all he has done, but we have not obeyed him. Judgment fell on Israel because Yahweh was righteous and fulfilled his promises both good and bad. Justice demanded a penalty for crimes against God. Verse 15, Now, Lord our God, who brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a strong hand and made your name renowned as it is today, we have sinned, we have acted wickedly. Now comes the third element of prayer, petition. First, adoration, then confession. And now petition. Now Daniel petitions God by referring to God as the one that brought the nation of Israel out of bondage in Egypt. 
God established a covenant with Abraham and then with Israel to establish God's name among all nations. Despite the nation grappling with, with obedience and repentance, Daniel asked for restoration of the nation of Israel, God's people. Verse 16, Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts, may your anger and your wrath turn away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain. For because of our sins and the iniquities of our ancestors, Jerusalem and your people have become an object of ridicule to all those around us. Here is the petition that has been laid out before God, that Daniel is laying out before God. Because of the righteousness of God and all of God's righteous acts, he's saying, please take your anger away from Israel, away from your city Jerusalem, away from the Temple Mountain. Daniel had been reading the writings of Jeremiah just prior to this prayer and knew the time of 70 years was close and the payment for iniquity of the people had been punished. Justice had been served. Daniel was asking for the restoration of the nation as promised. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and announce to her that her time of hard service is over. Her iniquity has been pardoned. She has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. In Leviticus chapter 26, verse 40, But when they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their ancestors, their unfaithfulness that they practiced against me and how they acted with hostility toward me, and I acted with hostility toward them and brought them into the land of their enemies, and when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they make amends for their iniquity, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob. I will also remember my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham. And I will remember the land where the land abandoned by them will make up for its Sabbaths by laying desolate without the people while they make amends for in their iniquity because they rejected my ordinances and abhorred my statutes. Yet in spite of this, while they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject or abhor them so as to destroy them and break my covenant with them, since I am the Lord their God. For their sake I will remember the covenant with their ancestors whom I brought out of the land of Egypt and the side of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. Daniel was confessing the nation's iniquity and asking for the restoration promised. It was Yahweh's city and Yahweh's holy mountain. Because of the desolation that came about because of the sin of Israel, the very location of Jerusalem, the holy mountain, had become an object of ridicule to all those around them, those who were left anyway. Israel became insignificant to the other nations. Verse 17, Therefore, our God, hear the prayer and petitions of your servant. Make your face shine on your desolate sanctuary for the Lord's sake. Daniel prays for restoration and rebuilding of Yahweh's temple. Daniel approaches God in this petition with humility and servanthood before the great and awesome God. The restoration in Daniel's petition would raise the honor to God whose land and people belong to it. For Yahweh's sake, restored and bring honor back to God. Verse 18. Listen closely, my God, and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations. 
and the city that bears your name, for we are not presenting our petitions before you based on our righteous acts, but based on your abundant compassion. Daniel asked God to listen closely to his petition. Please see the desolation that bears the name of Yahweh. Daniel asked for mercy for God to exercise his abundant compassion and do so not because the nation is righteous, not because the nation is worthy, but because of who God is and to bring honor to his name. Respond not because the nation deserves this, but because it does not deserve it. And this will be an act of gracious compassion. And now Daniel passionately ends this prayer in verse 19. Lord, hear. Lord, forgive. Lord, listen and act. My God, for your own sake, do not delay because your city and your people bear your name. This is a passionate ending to this incredible prayer from Daniel. This is a fervent, heartfelt, gut-wrenching plead from God's man in Babylon who had seen so much in the last 70 years in serving God so far away from his home. This was a tearful, impassioned plea for mercy and restoration. Daniel is asking God to listen, forgive, hear, and act, to act quickly without delay, to restore the nation and the capital and the temple, restore the city that bears the name of Yahweh. God was already at work as soon as Daniel began this prayer. And the next episode, we will see the specific message about restoration, salvation, and deliverance that God was to give Daniel. Again, I hope you enjoy this season two study in this book of Daniel. The next episode is episode 26, and we're going to look at the vision, finally look at the vision of the 77s. God bless you today, and I encourage you to spend some time in God's Word. Please note, Biblical Tapestry does have a Facebook and Instagram page. I encourage you to like and share this podcast if you feel this is deserved. God bless, and I'm asking you to be well. Take care.